With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Johnny, what a fantastic uh, stomping. Really opportunistic piece of work from you. Uh, it was just one of those. Um, I think that obviously I saw him lift his foot and I took the bails. It's, it's my retirement and luckily uh, it was one of those that kind of went for us there. Um, I guess it's, it's just something that, as I say, it's, it's look of the draw. It's something that um, you can't really practice and it's one of those that goes your way. So, yeah, delighted to, um, delighted to have got that one. All keepers do it. Batsmen probably don't like it, do they? I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's just one of those, those things. It's um, within the rules of the game and, and that's how it is. Well, that was audio of that fucking hypocrite Johnny Bairstow talking about a stumping where he sneakily waited for the batter to raise his foot back in 2014. Clearly happy to play by the rules then, but not when he's dismissed in an Ashes test. Another example of where these English have lost their minds. Now, on Tuesday, Australian time, I was desperate to jump on and do a Mad mad Manners, but I was actually too angry. And, uh, you know, I was joining the Republican movement. I was ready to go to war with England. I mean, they have got my blood boiling. And actually, I want to apologise to the listeners. I sat on my hands with Chris when Chris and Paul were rabbiting on the other day. I have sat on my hands for two days, but I'm afraid... The English, the English public, the English cricket team, the English media, they deserve to be put on blast because they have let themselves down. Talk about spirit of cricket. Those bloody tossers have thrown it out the door with their behaviour this week. They should be ashamed of themselves. They should absolutely look at themselves in the mirror and wonder what the fuck have they been doing. I mean, I had Chris Stocks on. He's a lovely guy, one of the, the really nice English media But I I feel like some of you think he came across as a bit of a tosser, and maybe he did. In fact, you know, in my dealings with the English press pack, there is a fair element that there are some tossers in there, and there's no doubt they are leading the charge. These miserable fucks in the Pommy press box are leading this charge against the Australian team, and they deserve to be put on notice for it because it's unprofessional and it's disgraceful. They're running this stupid agenda because Basball has blown up in their face. For two years, they sat in that press box beating 
beating their chest and now they've been exposed and they're carrying on like fucking crybabies. It's absolutely pathetic. To call us cheats for playing by the rules, honestly, after what they've done this series, Ollie Robinson, Stuart Broad's histrionics, the behaviour of the Lord's crowd, the abuse of our players, they can go fuck themselves. And to keep bringing up sandpaper, you fucking hypocrites. Marcus Trisgothic admitted to cheating during the 2005 Ashes. Do you see us bringing it up every time you play highlights of that stupid fucking series because you won one after 20 years? So, uh, Michael Atherton, your esteemed captain, busted at Lords tampering with the ball and you've got the fucking high to get on your high horse about us? Sure, sandpaper wasn't great. We went too far. But as if you can fucking talk to us, you cheating fucking hypocrites. Absolute bullshit. So fuck off with that stuff about sandpaper. Fucking shove it up your ass. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so fucking angry about all this stuff. I mean, let, let me just go through it all. Like, for England playing the fucking victim card is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. A team that sent... Th- Two coaches to do the press on days three and four of the Lord's Test because he couldn't face the music. A team that has fucking put Ollie Robinson up as their poster boy, who's a fucking low-life scumbag. And, and you're playing, playing the victim card because your fucking fat wicketkeeper wandered out of the crease when he, the ball wasn't dead. Give me a fucking break. Stokes, for, for him to get on his high horse about anything is the height of hypocrisy. He can say from the sidelines, I would have called him back. Absolute bullshit. You would have not have called back our batter in the heat of the moment. You are just fucking pointing the finger because your team is 0-2 down in a home matches. You are being embarrassed by a better team and you are deflecting Stuart Broad. Oh, what a fucking hide to go out there and badger our players like that when he is the biggest fucking cheat in the world. He's happy just to take the rules as they come. If he edges it, he won't walk. But when it suits him, he fucking throws the rules in our face. What a fucking scumbag. And then Johnny Bairstow take some responsibility for your own actions. Actually admit that you fucking had a doze and wandered out of your crease. As the footage shows, Stokes can keep playing this line about it be the end of the over, but he's fucking lying. He's lying like he lied outside what he did at Derby in that nightclub, and he's lying here now. He just fucking loves to lie, and all the English pack press packers lap it up because they're dumb little lapdogs. Uh, ben Stokes... Uh, Kerry got the ball and threw it straight away. There was no gap there. There was no over. There was no bowler running to get the hat. There was nothing. You are just fucking lying through your teeth because you are being exposed by being a fucking arrogant prick, declaring on the first day, losing 2-0, and now it's blown up in your face and you're pointing the finger at us. Go fuck yourself. And Johnny Bairstow, Brandon McCullum, what a fucking hypocrite. When he was playing, he was happy to do whatever it took to win. Now that he's oh, a little bit enlightened, he, he's trying to point the finger at us Aussies. I, don't, I hope we don't have a beer with him because he's a fucking shit coach. He's been exposed. He was a shit captain and it's come back to haunt him. And now he's fucking deflecting because he's about to go down in the ashes at home. England haven't lost the series 2001. That's going to be on your CV now, Stokes and McCullum, you fucking idiots. And, oh, they talk about respecting the spirit of the game. What about respecting the rules? Knowing when the ball's dead. Surely, fucking surely, that that's part of the spirit of the game. Is not taking it for granted, not wandering out of your crease. Uh, respecting your opponents as well. Like, actually, Carey was smarter than Bairstow. He outsmarted Bairstow because he's a dopey fuck and he should actually respect Carey for that. I was happy to do it in that audio I played earlier. And now that we've done it, he doesn't like it. That is... 
dragging the game into disrepute, not respecting your opponents. They're whinging like little fucking babies, and they fucking whipped that Lord's crowd up into a frenzy. It was disgraceful. And what did Travis Ed say on another podcast yesterday? That he thought an over was called and walked out of his crease. The ball came in, and had just got back in time, and he said, oh, would you have taken the bails off? And Bairstow said, bloody oath I would. So the shoe was on the other foot, and he would have done the same thing. And the fact that the English public Public, the English media, the English press pack have sucked this up just shows how fucking thick they are. And you talk about the spirit of cricket. Uh, what about fucking the Lord's long room? They say we've, we've knocked the spirit of cricket around. Uh, we have done nothing wrong. We played by the rules that the MCC wrote. Kerry took the ball and threw it at the stumps. If Bairstow's going to wander out of his crease, stuff him. And for the Lord's long room to turn on our players like that, that is a fucking shocker. That is the lowest of the low. In a week where English elitism in cricket has been pointed out, that whole report came out to show how badly they're running their own game, as if they can point the fingers at us, as if they can dare tell us about the spirit of cricket when they should look at their own fucking backyard where they've got um, fucking prejudice, rife in their game and we saw it there those fucking Lords members calling our players cheats our fucking respected national team does not deserve that in fact we should fucking come home if this continues if their crowd gives it to us at Headingley win the fucking test match and come home our players do not deserve this sustained personal abuse I get people online telling me oh the Australian crowd isn't much better Bullshit. Go back to 2019 where there's footage of those loudmouth English punks running after the Aussie team bus with sandpaper. Look now, they're fucking going to be unrelenting. They were hissing at us. They were fucking hissing at us and calling us cheats in the Lord's long room. And they have the fucking gall to say, talk to us about the spirit of cricket. Absolute fucking bullshit. This is hypocrisy gone mad. The English, I mean I said before the series, the English fans were the worst and I'm fucking sticking with it. Oh, I know a few English uh, fans got their knickers in a twist. Get fucked. First test, Rolf Harris chance. This test, the Lord's long room. Now you're calling us cheats. Why the fuck should I respect your fucking fans? You are fucking full of shit and it is disgraceful. Honestly, it is a fucking disgrace. Sign up for the Republican movement if you're an Aussie right now. Who wants them fucking anything to do with our country? Head of state can fuck off Prince Charles and we can fucking move on. It is absolute bullshit. And this is all a fucking smokescreen to cover up their inadequacies. They are getting fucking flogged. They are 2 nil down. They're headed for a 5 nil defeat. They've got nothing. They are fucking soft as baby shit. And as soon as we start to win, they're complaining and whining. And, oh, we won the first test morally. Get fucked. You won nothing. You won nothing. You're conning your fucking public. I'll tell you what. Brexit, Boris and Bazball have ruined England. It is a fucking sinking island. It is going down the gurgler and we're witnessing it. We are witnessing it right here. The way they've reacted to this uh, legitimate dismissal is why you can see they've fucking lost their minds. They have lost their fucking minds. And we should protect our players. We They shouldn't have to stand that over there. We need to get on the front foot and tell those pommy pricks to fuck off because they can't just sit there hurling abuse at us for hours and hours after end from the sidelines. Sure, the players will say it's fine because they have to. It is not fine. We talk about 
players' mental health. We talk about the way it affects them. But what the fuck are we doing then? What the? Why are we letting them get away with this? You can't hurl abuse at players constantly when you're in Australia in the crowd. Absolutely not. And we just think, oh, they're going to get it from the Western Terraces. Horse shit. We should stand up for our players and fucking... Put a, a ring around them, protect them, whatever it takes, and, and they should come home if this continues. One more thing like Lords happens, get on the next fucking Qantas fight out of there and give those pricks the big finger on the way out. They are fucking disgraceful. I've also been taking in like all the reactions to the Bearstow dismissal, and I have to say 90% of the reactions are pro-Australia. Everybody, ex-players, English pundits, everybody seems to think Australia did the right thing, that Bearstow was a dopey fuck and he should own up to it, Stokes should own up to it, McCullum own up to it. It's just another example of McCullum fucking cutting corners, not training, playing golf, pretending that they can make their own rules up and they're getting found out and now they're pointing the finger at us. Not all the... Everything is pro-Australia. There's a few notable voices who've wondered if Australia did the right thing. Uh, Robert Craddock said he wondered if it was the right dismissal. Ricky Ponting sat on the fence, but you could tell he wasn't sure. Big coming from Ricky Ponting. I mean, how many mistakes did he make out on the field as Aussie captain? Uh, David Lloyd said he didn't like it either. They were sort of the main three I've been able to find. Uh, So... Those three are allowed to get it wrong because they are wrong. Crash got it wrong. Crash two years ago didn't like a man cad. Now he's on board. So in two years, he'll probably be realising that he was wrong about this. Punter, well, uh, he got this one wrong. And Bumble, of course, is going to say that. He's, he's fucking got it wrong as well. This is just horse shit. And the, the way the UK tabloids have turned on Australia is pathetic. And, you know, when they come down here next fucking tour, we are going to fucking give it to them. And, you know, I hope the English press back waddles into the SCG Media Centre, a fucking broken unit like they always are, because when their team comes down here, they can't compete. They fucking get smacked every time. They're embarrassingly bad. And now they're being embarrassingly bad at home and they can't take it. They can't take the rules. They can't take the dismissal. And they're whining like fucking babies. And it's pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic. And I've sat on my hands for two days hearing those pommy pricks give it to our players. Enough is enough. Fight back, Australia. These fucking pricks are fucking up against the wall. Never in my life have I wanted to kill these guys on the cricket field more. I mean, three-day test matches from now on fucking just run right over them like a steam train because they fucking deserve it Alex Carey is one of the nicest guys in sport in sport in the world he's the nicest guy he would never cheat and you're pointing the finger at him Pat Cummins the nicest Australian captain we've ever had and you're saying he should have retracted an appeal get fucked Stokes you're lying through your teeth like you lied outside Derby go and read the police reports as Jeff Lemon said there's a whole spin campaign going on about Stokes but he has fucking no to stand on that prick and also uh McCullum, as I said, he's just deflecting from his own inadequacies. He's been exposed in this series. I said it before the series. His tactics never worked against Australia. They're not working now. So what do they do? Call us cheats. That is against the spirit of cricket. That is the lowest of the low. England are the ones sullying the game of cricket. Oh, and I hear them saying, oh, got people talking about cricket. Go talk about football if you're going to cause cheats when it's not deserved because you are fucking wrong. You are fucking wrong and you know it. You fucking know it. And this English press pack have been sold a lie and they've swallowed it up swallowed the shit fucking hole those idiots jesus christ the hypocrisy is just driving me nuts absolutely driving me nuts fucking anyway 
I got it off my chest. I had to get it out. I'm going to take a deep breath. <clears throat> there has been some news heading into the third test. And honestly, I want Australia to go there and fucking nail them. Alex Carey is now being awarded the team song now that Nathan Lyons coming home. I couldn't think of a better person. Honestly, we should sing. I would sing the team song in front of that English fucking team. They deserve everything they get. Everything they fucking get. They're embarrassing themselves and their country. And the way they're whining now, oh, they've destroyed the spirit of cricket. Not Australia. No, not Australia. England. England. And that Lord's Long Room is the antithesis, just show, is a symbol of everything that's wrong in English cricket. And th- their football mentality, the way they go at our players, get fucked. That's all I'm saying. Get fucked. Go back, have some pints in a pub if you can't behave at the cricket. Honestly, go and sit at a pub and watch the cricket. If all you want to do is yell and scream at our players, you fucking losers. Oh, man. Anyway, um, so we're playing at Headingley. Starts tomorrow night, Thursday night. Um, there is some news out of the Australian team. Obviously, Todd Murphy's confirmed he's going to debut uh, for Australia. Steve Smith, the great Steve Smith, is playing his 100th test. And here's a clip for you, Pommy Pricks. He was asked uh, when he knew he was a test batter. And he said when he scored his fourth test century against South Africa in 2014 at Centurion. That was his fourth test century. He scored three test centuries against England before that, but they, he didn't really know he was a test player because you are soft as baby shit. That's right, soft as baby shit, and it wasn't a real test for Steve Smith. He needed to go to South Africa to find out he was a test cricketer. Ha, 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 England, he's got three test centuries against you and he didn't even fucking count them. Ha, 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 you fucking embarrassing fucking losers. Uh, so he's going to be playing his 100th test match, and I hope he gets some respect. The way you keep throwing this sandpaper shit at him as I said, read Triscothic's book, you hypocritical fucks, and read, look at the footage from Michael Atherton. You know it, and I know it. You're just as bad. And the only difference between Australia is we owned up to it. We suspended our players for a year, and we made a real change in international cricket, unlike South Africa and England that just papered over it. So actually, fucking hold us up high for upholding spirit of cricket. What have you fucking done? What Have you taken back the MBEs from Triscothic after the book? No. You fucking don't have a leg to stand on you fucking whinging pricks anyway that's all i've got to say i mean the test is i I hope it's not a close test i hope every test from now on is a fucking hammering i hope we fucking give it to the pommies and just embarrass them because that's all they deserve sick of oh oh, i want a close series fuck that i don't want another close match i don't want a close series i want them to be embarrassed i want stokes mccullum Bearstow to waddle off with their tails between their legs, having copped a hiding because that is what they fucking deserved after their performance at Lords. They're the ones who didn't pay respect to us. When did Stokes after play say how well we played or talk about their inadequacies? No, nothing. He just clung to that fucking stupid dismissal, which was legitimate. Bearstow's fault, but that idiot, as we heard at the top of the show, happy, happy when the shoe's on the other foot and he's dismissing someone like that. But when he does something stupid at Lords in the middle of an ashes test everyone's pointing the finger it is fucking scummy scummy behavior and and i stand by everything i said about the english this this is the ugly side of things right here what you're seeing their arrogance and basball is being exposed so they point the finger at us they're deflecting they are two nil down in the ashes we're going to come home absolute we're going to come home in a canter and i hope we fucking give it to them hope carrie and cummins do not let the noise get in i hope they've got strong people around them because the english have lost their minds 
I've, I've lost respect for them. Absolutely lost respect for them. The, the, the whole performance, the press pack, the crowd, the Lord's Long Room, the reaction to a legal dismissal, the way the English team has reacted, honestly, they can go get fucked. This is a Piccolo Podcast production. Sports Social Podcast Network.